Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal to everyone listening today how much you truly love each and every one of them. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 12, beginning in verse 1. Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of wicked intentions he will condemn. A man is not established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous cannot be moved. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. The words of the wicked are, lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright will deliver them. The wicked are overthrown and are no more but the house of the righteous will stand. A man will be commended according to his wisdom, but he who is of a perverse heart will be despised. Better is the one who is slighted but has a servant than he who honors himself but lacks bread. A righteous man regards the life of his animal but the tender mercies of the wicked are cruel. He who tills his land will be satisfied with bread, but he who follows frivolity is devoid of understanding. The wicked covet the catch of evil men, but the root of the righteous yields fruit. The wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips but the righteous will come through trouble. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hands will be rendered to him. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. A fool's wrath is known at once, but a prudent man covers shame. He who speaks truth declares righteousness, but a false witness deceit. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. The truthful lip shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but counselors of peace have joy. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with evil. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. A prudent man conceals knowledge but the heart of fools proclaims foolishness. 
The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. The righteous should choose his friends carefully, for the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy man does not roast what he took in hunting, but diligence is man's precious possession. In the way of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is no death. Friends, I'm going to key in on verse 4 today. 4 is one of the verses that talk about an excellent wife. And it says, an excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. Friends, one thing I enjoy about making mistakes is sharing mistakes. Many times in life, we always want people to think that we have it all going on and that everything is fine. But in reality, we sometimes fall short of what we would like. And we are all in different places in our Christian walk. And I've mentioned this on a number of different podcasts, but, you know, our journey on our Christian walk is kind of like an education, okay? And when you think about education, we have preschoolers that go to school prior to entering kindergarten, and then we have kindergarten, and then we have elementary. We have lower elementary, first, second, and third, upper elementary, fourth, and fifth, and then we have middle school, which usually entails sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then we have high school. And then many people go to a two-year college, and then the third and fourth year, then they really get into the meat of their um, major. And then if you choose to, you can go and get a master's degree. For those people who really have a love for the particular area that they're interested in, they go on to further study and get a doctoral degree. Well, friends, our Christian walk is the same. You know, and one thing that's hard for many people to understand is many people don't receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior until they're 30 years old or 40 years old or 50 years old or 60 years old. Unfortunately, many people go their entire life and never choose to make that decision to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And I'd like to commend those who have taken that very important step. But the reality is many people seem to be waiting for something in their life to happen. And a lot of times people just simply do not like change. But I am here to confess that I blew it this past week. And we had a couple of um, my wife's family over. And we were playing cards. And before I came to Karis Bible College, and we're getting ready to graduate from Karis Bible College, but I used to very easily get into my flesh when playing cards. 
and I'm kind of a poor sport from time to time. And this past week, I went backwards and re-entered that philosophy, and I was being kind of a baby, and I was not being a good sport, and I wasn't playing well, and I acted like a little child. And I had to confess that, and I had to ask for forgiveness. And, uh, you know, basically at that point, I actually caused shame or embarrassment to my wife because it basically made me, in a way, kind of look like a hypocrite. I'm getting ready to graduate from Bible school, and here I am still acting like a little kid. So, friends, this is what I'm here to tell you. I made a mistake. And when you make a mistake, what you need to do is just get up. God knows that we're going to make mistakes. And that is why we had to have a Savior come to earth in the nature of a man. Because we are all born into sin. And when we're born into sin, it had to take a perfect human being or a deity, which is Jesus. So Jesus actually came down from heaven and became a man. But the reason why he had to be born of a virgin was so there would be no sin nature upon him. Now, friends, we have been in a study on learning how to renew our mind. And you'll actually have to go back to my lineup. I've actually had three previous podcasts on Fridays. So I believe one was 265, one was episode 275, and then I believe it was last week, which would be 285. So I would encourage you to check these out. But what I did on those podcasts was I asked that you actually get a notebook and begin writing down addresses for scripture verses. And I gave certain scripture verses which I believe would be beneficial for you as you begin or if you've never made the decision to really change your life. And we've discussed this. I've discussed this previously in this series, is that some people simply say the sinner's prayer and confess that Jesus is their Savior and he saves them from all of their sins, which gives them a right to go into heaven when they breathe their last here on earth. But they really don't make the true decision to really make him their Lord. And what I mean by that is you have to consciously want to live your life as though you are here to please Jesus or his Father God and actually live a life that is not the norm of our present society. We have to stick out. We have to be different. That is what the Bible calls us to do. It says that we are to be the salt 
of the earth, meaning we're to bring flavor to life. In other words, if we enter a conversation, we're supposed to bring different information to the conversation. We're supposed to be eager to show the love of God and to share the gospel. Today I'm going to go over a few verses of scripture, and a number of you may be familiar with these verses, but first of all, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. And this verse tells us that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And friends, I'm going to just be flat out honest with you. If you truly want to live the abundant life, which John talks about, and I'm going to make reference to that as well, John chapter 10, verse 10. And what that verse says is, the thief comes but to steal, to kill, and to destroy, and that is Satan. And I'm here to tell you that Satan is real, and he is going to try to trap you into lies and believing that what you are living for is not worth doing. He's going to try to remind you of your shortcomings. He's going to try to remind you of the mistakes you've made in life. He's going to try to remind you that you're not worthy of the goodness of God. But this second verse is telling us that Jesus wants us to have an abundant life on earth. Now, I know some of you listening, that may be so far away from the type of life that you have been living. Many of you live from paycheck to paycheck, and your minds are often absorbed with the cares of this world. Where am I going to get the money to pay for rent? Where am I going to get the money to buy gas, groceries, all of these things? And your mind is so absorbed with the things of this world, you can't even picture living an abundant life. But that is what Jesus asks us to do. And the way we can do this is by renewing our minds. And I will be closing this series on next week. So it will basically be a culmination of the last three plus this one. But I'm going to kind of give you a detailed list of the steps that you have to take in order to put you in a position where you can begin to start renewing your mind. And it begins here with Romans 10, 17, and it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you may be asking, what does that mean to have faith? Well, let's go to the 11th chapter of Hebrews. So write this down, Hebrews 11, colon, verse 1. And it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And this is the first real test that a new Christian has to take. Because most people, if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
you don't think about a spiritual realm. You only think about what your eyes can see, what your hands can touch, what your nose can smell, what your what your ears can hear. You only think about your five senses. But the Bible tells us faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. In other words, they are in the spiritual realm. You can't see them. And many people only believe what their physical senses tell them is true. It's the spiritual realm, though, that really, really helps us to begin the renewal of our mind that needs to take place if we're truly to have that abundant life. Now, I'm going to close with verse 6 of this same chapter. This is the great faith chapter, Hebrews chapter 11, and let's look at verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, meaning God, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And friends, we have to believe that God exists. We also have to believe that God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to earth to be the propitiation of our sins. In other words, when he came, he came with a specific purpose in mind, and that was to forgive all of mankind for all the sins of all time. But let's look at the second part of that, and it says we must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In other words, we have to open the word of God. We have to open the scriptures. That is the key to renewing your mind. I will pick up there next week, but what I'd like to do for your call of action today is I'd like for you to ask God, where is your faith right now? Are you willing to open your mind to the possibility that we are to live our life not by what we can see, but we are to live our life by faith? I want you to stretch yourself. And over the next week, what I'd like for you to do, and I'd like for you to close this week by doing this. I would like for you to read this 11th chapter of Hebrews. I'd like for you to read it today. I'd like for you to read it tomorrow. I'd also like for you to read it one last time on Sunday. In addition, today is Friday, the 12th. I would like for you to reread the 12th proverb in its entirety today. 
Tomorrow is the 13th. I would like for you to read Proverbs 13. And Sunday is the 14th. I would like for you to read the 14th proverb. Friends, I truly believe if you're really going to renew your mind and really try to change the course of your life, you really need to adhere to the instructions of the book of Proverbs. Friends, I will never end the podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you that you came to earth and set a wonderful example of how we are to live our lives. You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross for all of my sins. And now I have been reunited and in good faith and good standing with God. Jesus, thank you for that. Jesus, I recognize I'm a sinner and I need your help. I invite you to come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this day forward. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, I ask that you reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And if you have any questions about anything you heard on today's podcast, reach out to me on Messenger. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.